it's not style I'ma pick you up in a Cadillac like a gentleman Bring it glamour black, keep it real to real in the way I feel So Tausch, you know that I love first-time contestants when we play Wilde and Tausch trivia every day. That's, I'm always excited that we've expanded our trivia family. You're definitely a You know fan what else that. I love? No doubt. Uh, yeah, I think I know who else you love. I love, well, I love first-time guests. Has has Tom Waddle been on our show before? Yes, he has been, so you probably don't love him as much now. Well, no, I love Waddle a lot, but he made a first-time guest mistake, I'm told, behind the scenes. Because, Jesse, we always ask people, hey, do you have a hard out? Do you, you know, do you have something else going on? Because Jason and Tausch have a tendency to keep people a long time. And he said he's got a hard out at noon. <laughs> so you have to, if you're going to come on our show and you don't want to talk to us for too long, you have to say, yeah, I got to be done by 930. Because <laughs> otherwise, God knows when you'll be leaving. And we're excited to have him join us. You hear him every weekday on ESPN Chicago, ESPN 1000, alongside Sylvie on Waddle and Sylvie. He's one of the all-time great guys, even though he's a former Bear and still a Bears fan, which can't be easy for him. It is our buddy Tom Waddle on Wilde and Tausch. Waddle, good morning. How are you, buddy? I sense a certain degree of maliciousness with this phone call that you yeah. requested my presence so that you could kick me straight in my ass. <laughs> uh, no, that's not my intent. It might be Tausch's. I can't speak for him. No, no, Wilde, no. Tausch doesn't do that. Tausch is, you know, a, a gentleman and a scholar and a Thank sportsman. Thank you, Tom. This is, this is about you. Yeah, you're right. By yeah, the way, clearly. I should just dump you right now because my daughter Leah is calling. But you know what? I, I'll get to her later. <laughs> I, I I would I, I'll call you back. She, uh, she wants to she wants to know what's wrong with the Bears, and I said, "Honey, I can't describe that to you in whatever time you have." <laughs> well, could you give us the Cliff's Notes version from your perspective, both for her and for us, after yet another loss to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? It's the same old, same old guy. And, and snicker away if you'd like. I mean, I can hear you guys giggling a little bit. Again, not Tausch, but you will be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. yeah. You know, we have a defense that, that can compete and you can win with that at the end of the day, if you leave them on the field, no matter how good they are, if you leave them on the field for 35, 37 minutes, they're ultimately going to break as well. But it's a defense you can compete with. They're not. You know, they're not the 2018 group, but they're still a good unit and an offense that doesn't scare anybody. And I get it. We have a a young rookie quarterback that we're developing, but we've got some high school stats on the offensive side of the ball. We average 246 yards, 117 of those are through the air, and we average 16 points per game here in the Windy City. And that's not going to win you many football games. So we are exactly where we've been the last four or five years. Again, a defense that can compete and an offense that can't scare anybody. All right, Tom, I'm sure your former Bear great, uh, the run that you guys had in the 80s as Bears versus Packers, mm, 
Now we're seeing it kind of flip. Uh, we've seen it the last 30 years. What was it like for you? Yeah, 30-year flip. What was it like for you? Because I, I think we all kind of thought this game was going to play out the way it did. The quarterback yeah. always makes such a big difference at the end of a game. You cut it to three, and I don't think anybody in Wisconsin or a Packer fan thought, yeah, we're in trouble. It was, now nah, he'll go down and score. And then after yeah. he scores, Jesse, you got the audio? After he scores, he throws this at Bear Nation. That just that that just had to add like a bucket of salt on top of an open wound. What's true, Tausch? What do you? I, I mean, like, what do you want us to say? Like, he's right. You, I mean, I can't sit here and and get all angry and argue with Aaron Rodgers. He has owned us. Like, I mean, damn him. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, Tausch. We did not been anything in our direction for the large part of my time in Chicago. I mean, Brett Favre was doing things to us that Aaron Rodgers is doing to the modern-day Bears. So, like, this has been decades of wandering in the darkness for, for Bears fans and for former players. But you're right. Like, yesterday, at no point – look, I, I said on our show earlier in the week that Sylvia asked me, well, how do you feel about this weekend? And I go – I don't feel hopeless. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I, I don't feel like I did a couple of years ago when I knew it was going to be a boat race, you know, 35 to 7. Um, again, I thought we caught the Packers, as you mentioned, Couch, that, you, you know, I thought we caught them at the right time. You've had some offensive line injuries. I know you got guys back, but then you lost your center again. Um, defensively, got half of your guys. I think your your team is going to be significantly different and in a good way six weeks from now than they are today. I thought this was one of those games where, you know, you, you come to town, you respect the Bears, but you know you've got an edge on them, and you try to get a win however you can get it, and then you go back to Green Bay and you start to, to work again. But I think you guys are going to be a different and better team a month and a half from now. And we think the Bears will be too. Oh, is that you to be me, Will. Wow, is that condescending, me. Jason? But uh, listen, I think that actually. there will be some progress. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there has to be, doesn't there? I, I, when, when the season began, you know, we did this silly little radio exercise, who are the most important Bears in the 2021 season? And it wasn't about, you know, for me, it was all about the development of the year, year young quarterback. So number one was an obvious selection for me. It was Justin Fields. He's the most important sure. player in 2021 and his development. So um, what, how they'll be able to develop him is still up, up in the air because they struggle to protect. Um, our receivers don't get a ton of separation, unfortunately, right now. And I'm not so sure we have the most creative approach to offense as well. So, uh, the kid's got some uh, – he's got an uphill climb for sure. And, and look, he's a rookie, so he – the game is a little bit fast for him. He hangs on to the ball a little bit too long. He doesn't trust a lot of what he sees. You'll see flashes like you saw yesterday in the opening drive of the game. Uh, but the support staff just is, is not great for him right now. Tom, when you mention Aaron Rodgers on air and your fans react – what is it? Is it hatred, respect, gasping? What do Bear fans, how do they feel about Aaron Rodgers? Jealousy. We want one of those. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I think the, the Cap and Jay Hood put a, a, a web poll question out late last week. It was, who do you hate more, Aaron Rodgers or the Packers? So you've got to vote. I mean, that's how these things work. You guys know that. Um, if I have to vote, I will vote for your organization. Um, but it's a half-hearted vote for me. My angst isn't directed at the Packers or Aaron Rodgers. Mine's directed at my own franchise. Like, I'm mad that my group can't, we can't, we can't get it together enough to look like your, your team. So my, my frustration and my angst and whatever emotion it is that I have about this situation isn't directed at the Packers. Look, Matt LaFleur is doing a fantastic job. I don't know how everybody feels about him up there. I don't know how you couldn't like him. What have you guys been 13 and three his first two years in the league? And I know, you know, some funky things went down in the playoffs last year against the Bucks. But look, he's the epitome of what a good coach is. When, when the, the, the pass rush got to, to Aaron early in that game, what did he do? He made adjustments. You guys ran the ball, you ran screens, you used the Bears' defensive aggression against them. So, like, I, I want to be you guys. So I, it, this is—I mean, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm dipping into a, a really sad and depressed level right now, having to realize that I want to be you guys. So, Tom, before we take a break, and then we do what we always do on Mondays is our. What, by the way, what are we doing from eleven to twelve? Are we breaking down the Brewers? Oh, Tom. No, we're just, we're talking about the rebuild of the Cubs for the, the next hundred ten years. I'm a Reds fan, so you can't get me. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but you, you want to be us, is what you said. Do you think, and did you allow yourself to get your hopes up for Mitch Trubisky, and do you no. have your hopes up for Justin Fields, or is there a, uh, a self-preservation mechanism that you don't want to get your hopes up? And do you also get your hopes up that Jordan Love will turn out to be like many of the hopes that you had for other quarterbacks for the Bears, that he'll end up being that for the Packers, and they'll experience what you guys have as Bears fans. Um, I'll I'll deal with your Jordan Love question first. Look, I I may be in the minority here, and I think I asked you about this when you joined us last week. Um, I think my question was, is there a chance that he will be the third in a a long line of Packers quarterbacks that will just – will run with the opportunity and also reach the highest of heights. I know you guys have seen him in practice in a year plus, but I'm not like, I'm so scarred now with regard to how I view Green Bay quarterbacks. I'm convinced that Jordan Love, as soon as Aaron Rodgers is out of Green Bay, he's just going to pick up and, and take off and do whatever Aaron and Brett did for the last 20 years. So that's how scarred I am about your quarterback situation. Ours, you know, Look, with Mitch, you know, good kid, works hard. I never felt great about him because the film from early on just showed that he – I don't think he was real good at processing things, and when he didn't trust what he saw, his mechanics broke down. And I just thought he had a really limited skill set. I don't think he – you know, he came from an environment in North Carolina where he was a starter for a year. didn't play on the big stage under the bright lights the way that Justin Fields did. So I have more – more optimism about Justin. I think you put the film on of him, and yeah, there's some things you can pick apart for sure. But I think that there's, I think they're entirely different players. And I, I would say I'm not down on him at all. I, I know he's in a tough spot. He's a young, he's a rookie quarterback. Um, 
I think there's enough good there that it'll take some time and he needs to be surrounded by some better folks. But, um, but he'll be fine. I'm very, still very optimistic about who he can be in this league. Positives and negatives with our very special guests. Tom Waddle, who we love and we're not making fun of at all today, even yes, though he's are. a good sport yes, about it. Why are you always trying uh, to stir stuff up, Jason? Our positives and negatives and Tom's. One list will be longer than the other. It's Wildey and Tausch. Victory Monday is brought to you by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. With delicious brands like Palermo's, Connie's, Urban Pie, and Screamin' Sicilian, Palermo's has your game day covered. Find Palermo's in your local grocer's freezer. Sometimes you black out and feel <laughs> in, a good, in a good way. Uh, I've definitely blacked out uh, from a concussion, which isn't a good way. But uh, I looked up in the stands, and in the front row, all I saw was a woman giving me a double bird. <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. That is Aaron Rodgers explaining his, or sort of explaining, his I still own you. Did you buy that? Toward Bears fans. Did you buy that? Uh, I believe that somebody gave him the finger. Um, I'm not. I'm okay with what he did. I don't know how others feel. It did feel out of character to me. He doesn't like the belts. One thing, shouting that is not something that I have seen him. So do you're before. all right if Sid is playing. Uh, I don't know who's a big rival of hers in soccer. Uh, Appleton. Nina. Okay, they're playing Nina, Nina and she scores three goals, and after she scores the third goal, she just gets demonstrable and says, I own you, but you're okay with that? Uh, No, not as her parents, no, and not for U11 soccer. But in the NFL, yes. I don't want Aaron Rodgers modeling behavior for her in how to show sportsmanship. But if she gets to that level, if she hits a game-winning shot for the Chicago Sky to win a WNBA title, I think she could celebrate however she wishes. Yeah. You're not with me on that? No, I'm just curious. I'm very surprised that you're... You're so happy that Aaron did that yesterday. That surprises me a little bit. Happy is strong, but I'm not going to crush him for it. Would be my well, take. That's not on what that. You I don't know. Said, though. I, okay, I don't want to get into semantics. So now, when we have, yeah, you're I don't want to fight Waddle's in front of our friends, time. Jason. I don't want to fight in front of our friends. Do you think Sylvie <laughs> and Waddle do the same thing? I do. I think they. Do. Mom and yeah. Dad quit fighting. <laughs> By the way, can I interject on uh, on that that yeah. topic? Like, of course, I would. Expect if your daughter is is you know getting the best of the opponent on the soccer field, how old is she? She's ten. <laughs> yeah, my guess is, and I you know look, all my girls played played the sport as well, so I've seen some pretty nasty parents. My guess is is nobody has given your your daughter or your coach of your daughter's team the double bird and scream and obscenities at them. I don't know how you guys do things up there. But my guess is is that's not going to be the case. So I think you have to draw a line between professional sports and 10-year-old soccer. But I have a kind of a, a, a motto in life. Like, if you're going to boo, don't get all red-assed and hurt if somebody boos you back. Mm. But, like, if there's a, you know, a, a, a woman in a Bears jersey giving Aaron Rodgers the double bird and, and yelling obscenities at him, and that's what Aaron's response was, I'm okay with it.
Totally. This has been Tom Waddle's Parenting Minutes on Wilde and Tausch. Yes. All right, Tausch, let's do, our posit- let's do our positives and negatives while we have Tommy. What's your biggest positive from a Packers perspective? And then we'll get Tom's from a Bears perspective. Yeah, a positive for me was sticking with the run game and with what – the Packers were able to do on the ground yesterday. You know, we always know the Bears are going to play good defense. That that's standard. They didn't turn the ball over. Went into the game saying Green Bay didn't turn it over. Chicago doesn't have a chance. Those things all played out the way we thought. But the amount of carries and the fact that Matt Lafleur was able to recognize early Chicago's D line got after Rodgers early, got the ball out of his hand, and to run the football that effectively. That's what we didn't see in that opener against the New Orleans Saints. We saw the adjustments, and we saw a good physical with the center being out and Lucas Patrick coming in. I thought the the Green Bay's run game was better than I anticipated. That's my big positive from yesterday. Uh, real quick, this is the beauty that both Waddle and Sylvie have with Tom's experience and we have with yours. Uh, they went from running zone, outside zone to running more power type run style how, how hard is it to change during the course of a game was is that an easy switch to make because they basically credited that change for getting the running game going yeah it's not rocket science i think there's you you want to be able to adjust and you know especially with uh, chicago has always wanted to get a lot of penetration you want to get up the field get in the backfield and be disruptive when you're doing gap stuff you can use more you know, combination blocks, down blocks, and things like that to kind of stunt that. And I think that was obviously a big adjustment that Stenovich and everybody made. My positive was Razul Douglas. Had Isaac Yadam continued to play, Smoking maybe Waddle would be celebrating a Bears win today. <laughs> because he was not very good on the opening drive, and the Bears went down and scored. Unfortunately, Isaac Yadam was replaced for Bears fans, and Razul Douglas, who was on the Arizona Cardinals practice squad two weeks ago, came in and played really well. Had a illegal hit that was uh, nullified by a holding penalty, but played really well, uh, and maybe he's Jesse's new favorite cornerback now that Kevin King has been sidelined. Waddle, what's the positive that Bears fans take from yesterday? I would say the first positive is is that that's the last time I got to see Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform at Soldier Field. Yes? Maybe? I doubt it. Hopefully. But, yeah. uh, no, my, my positive would have been, um, you know, I thought our running game was good as well. Khalil Herbert stepped in. He's a rookie six-rounder out of Virginia Tech. He ran for 97 yeah. yards. Um, you know, they haven't struggled to run the football. They, they ran for 140 on the day. They ran for 140 last week against the Raiders in Vegas, and they ran for 190 couple weeks ago against the Lions so that our troubles aren't with regard to running the football they've done a pretty nice job pushing forward so um, I would say that's our good and has been our good for the last three weeks all right Tausch what's your negative yeah my negative is the lack of explosive plays outside of Devante and really I'm focusing on Bob Tunyon I keep wanting him to kind of get back to where he was last year. And it turns out Mercedes Lewis is more of a threat in the pass game right now than Bob Tunyon, which is crazy to say, but that's where we're at. So I I know a lot of that has to do with keeping a tight end in, especially Quinn had a very good game for the Bears yesterday. It was very disruptive. Keeping a guy in to kind of help. 
and hopefully with Bakhtiari coming back in the near future, maybe that'll be that spark for Bob Tunyon. But I'm a little bit, I'd like to see more production from the tight end spot, and in particular, Bob Tunyon. Uh, Robert Tunyon, two catches for 10 yards yesterday. Still a non-factor after his breakout season last year. Uh, My positive, Matt LaFleur does what he says. He says that he needs to be more aggressive and use more creative play calls in the red zone. And they were three for four on touchdowns in the red zone, including that nifty touchdown that Alan Lazard had. They showed, they said they were going to do something, and they did it. And that's what good coaching staffs do, and they obviously delivered in the red zone. The uh, negative was the defense still stinks in the red zone. 15 for 15. Opponents are scoring in the red zone a touchdown when they get inside the 20-yard line. In fact, the ESPN Stats and Info people went back. This has never happened in the 40 years that play-by-play statistics are available to them. No team has ever gone this far into the season without getting at least one red zone stop. And I don't think that's a list you want to be on if you're the Packers defense, who had otherwise a solid day. Waddle, I don't know if we have time for all your negatives, but do you have a couple from your Bears? Uh, my first negative is that you called to rub my nose in it this morning. Um, <laughs> my my real negative is is that, once again, we're one-dimensional. Uh, our passing game is, is truly non-existent. I know statistically Justin Fields threw for 174 yards, but as you guys mentioned earlier, really was there any concern throughout the, the Green Bay Packers sideline or the fan base that, this offense was going to, you know, get you at some point. I don't think that's the case. They're averaging 117 passing yards per game. That's dead last in the NFL. The next worst is the Saints. Yeah, They're averaging 169 passing yards per game. The Bears are dead last by 52 yards per game. It's just, it, I don't know what to say. I'm over here speechless with regard to, why collectively we can't be better throwing the ball. I know we have offensive line issues, as I mentioned before. There doesn't seem to be a ton of separation. We have a rookie quarterback. But at some point, those stats got to stop looking like a high school set of stats and they've got to start looking more like a professional football team through the air. Hey, Tommy, before we let you go, the what do you say? Do we got about, I don't know, Jason, what do you think, 20 or 25% of Packer fans are kind of, with the Rodgers saga, kind of saying, the heck with it, let him go. Can you just kind of reiterate, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but it's good to hear another voice on what it's like as a fan and as someone that works in media covering a team that doesn't have that position figured out. Can you just let the 20 or 25% of Packer fans that feel maybe it's all right to let Aaron Rodgers go, that it's crazy to feel that way? I would say you don't know how good you got it until it's gone. Um it has. I mean, it's not only not only have we struggled to find our guy, okay, but our biggest rival for the for the entirety of the the existence of the NFL has had that guy on more than one occasion, and is currently riding a heater that has lasted about thirty years. Um, if you don't have a quarterback, you really don't have a chance. Like you, you, there'll be an anomaly here and there, you know. With all due respect to Trent Dilfer and the Brad Johnsons of the world and others, I guess, that have made it to the top of the mountain just 
winning with instead of the you just if you don't have a quarterback year in and year out you really don't have a chance and and um like every every season you guys may be able to pick apart your packers here and there but you guys got a chance because of because of rogers and we are lusting for somebody similar so um please know how good you got it and i know most of you know how good you got it for sure Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the ones who don't quite appreciate it seem to be the loudest a lot of times. Tommy, uh, all kidding aside, uh, we love you, and, uh, and if you want to know who... Do we have a conversation on Friday where you did not respond with the... Somebody told you, was it Favre that told you he loved you and you couldn't respond, or you you, you froze? <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> yes, that's there it, go. right yeah. there. Was... All right, Brett, see you later, buddy. I love you guys. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Tommy, just just for the record, uh, it wasn't Tausch. It wasn't me that wanted to have you on to rub your face in it. It was purely Jesse's idea to rub your face in it, and I'm really glad he did. It's always great to talk to you. Thanks, pal. Great to talk to you, Jesse. Great to talk to you, Tausch. Good to talk to you, Jason. Whatever. I <laughs> love you guys. Love you, Tommy. That is Tom Waddle. You can hear him each weekday alongside Sylvie on Waddle and Sylvie on our sister station. It's awesome to have those guys as not only our teammates, but as our friends as well. And yes, Tausch, his perspective. I hope people who are ready to move on from the quarterback listen to him when he talks i i just i i understand there are drawbacks to rogers i understand you don't like his personality i understand the aspects of him that people are rubbed the wrong way by but think about what it's like to be a bears fan think about what it's like to be an alumnus of the bears program like waddle is and year after year after year feel like you don't have a chance because you don't have a quarterback Jay Cutler is a god down there. I don't know if I'd go. For nothing. Well, maybe not a god. We'll get to your positives and negatives next. 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. That is the talk and text line. You can send your texts or you can give us a call. 844-770-3776. That's next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Victory Monday is brought to you by Zbart of Greater Milwaukee. Winter is a tough opponent for your car. Score a victory with Zbart Rust Protection. It keeps your vehicle rust-free for as long as you own it. Visit Zbart.com.